know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hello! Oh, let me calm down. I'm super dramatic. <laughs> but no, I am super, 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 super excited. Like, if you know me, know me. Y'all know I love talking about brokenness, soul ties, all that good stuff. And I'm honored for people to even reach out to me and say, can I get on your podcast? Of course. And like, I always, always wanted like a male to um come on and just talk because it's like, I got guys listening, and I can't give y'all advice. I don't know what y'all go through. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. What, I don't know about y'all brokenness. I don't know what y'all go through with soul ties. Only thing I can speak for is women. That's it. So I definitely have a special guest today. He's gonna come on in a quick hot second. I hope you guys enjoy, and I hope I can help somebody. And that's it. Hello. Okay, that's perfect. There we go. What's going on? You see the- that's the devil trying to play with me. <laughs> really? Okay, so you can. I did an introduction already, so you can introduce yourself. You ain't got to give oh. too much information, you know. Um, my name is Mike. Um, I'm from Miami, Florida. Um, and today we'll be talking about soul ties, isn't it? Yeah, soul ties. My favorite, yeah, favorite ties. topic to talk about. Okay, first I want you to tell people what do soul ties mean to you? Because people got different definitions to that. Um, a lot of people say it's like only a sexual thing, but I had soul ties with people that I wasn't even sexually intimate with. It was like a an emotional thing. Oh, really, an emotional attachment. So, How do you um, think of that? But the sex, I, yeah, like God showed me this. Like when, like he been showed me this before I did my research, mm-hmm. because you know I wanted to get my research in, because God already like um showed me what it really was like way before I did start doing my research. So when I when I um like I was like since I'm coming on this podcast, let me do some more research. Mm-hmm. And it was exactly what I was saying. Like it, everybody have different definitions. Like some pastors believe it's only from sex. Some pastors believe. That is only that is from a sex and emotional, you know, connection. Mm-hmm. But I, but I had. Oh my bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, because I was thinking like it's a such thing as good soul ties as well. Yeah, of course. Like bad soul ties and like good like soul ties is just a connection. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Like it's not. It's not a um. It, it soul ties were, was meant for us to connect as friends. As, as family and like in relationships it's just for relationships period no matter what type of relationship it is that's why you probably have this strong connect like you ever heard of this um somebody might somebody in a relationship might call their husband a mama's boy or something like that they mama always getting into their head they cannot they can never leave their mama alone and this and that it's just like the same thing like it's just like we have connections with different people so ties was not 
like for connection. Oh, but so, so what you mean with a mama's boy? Because I definitely know somebody like that. So like you saying it can be a soul tie if somebody's a mama's boy. Yeah. Oh wow, that's deep. It's just connection. So, um, but you know what people do? What make it like give us that bad soul ties? When people do is like they try to manipulate. Uh-huh. They try to manipulate. So like they use manipulation lies and then like when they see that they have you and they they, they see that you have a connection with them mm-hmm. and like oh yeah I have this girl or I have this boy yeah this boy would do anything this I have this boy wrapped around my finger so they would take that soul tie and take advantage of it so that's when that bad soul ties come and, and usually it's demonic we like if you think about yeah. it like yeah. Okay. I'm you like, okay. I wasn't expecting all of this, but that is so, so, so true. It's demonic. That is crazy. That's like the perfect. This generation or church world, they don't get too deep in demonic topics. That's a topic everybody's scared to speak on, but it's definitely demonic. Yeah. No. The reason we're not like you don't hear your something like I told my pastor this. And I kept it a hundred with him. Like, why you don't talk about hell? Like, why pastors don't talk about hell? Like, we, we trying to save your souls. Like, we got to be, like, sometimes you just, like, that's some tough love. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to you gotta talk about the things that people don't want to hear as well. Because if you just talk about the good things and, like, oh, God could get you from this and God could take you from that, it's, like, it, that's not really what, what being a minister is about, a preacher is about. A preacher is to, to be a preacher is to save souls. Mm-hmm. To be a minister is to save souls, so it's all about saving souls. I call it at the end of the day. But we back on soul ties. We back on yeah, but we back on soul ties. But yeah, I call it popcorn preaching. When they be preaching about oh, you gonna get blessed with a car or clap your hands and run around the church and you are gonna get a new house. I can't do church like that. Like I need something that's gonna convict my soul. That's gonna get me together when I slip up. Like I need the real preacher. I can't do popcorn church no more. <laughs> Well, we went on you know what I call it? I call it the Joe. Oh yeah, I call it the Joe Osteen syndrome. For real. Oh uh, For real. That's what I call it. Like, and I was telling my old boy, cause my old boy loved Joe Osteen, but my old boy, he's not really a godly type person. Like, I, I haven't. Gr- oh, yeah, let's go back to the topic. Oh, <laughs> my bad. Let's go back to the topic. Okay, tell us about but, yeah, the emotional, so- the emotional soul tie you was talking about. Um, okay, what I, I, you know, you're in a soul tie is that you can't like you, this person treats you wrong back to back, back to back, but you still take this person back. This like, is church. If you cannot <laughs> let this person go, like, if you can, if you cannot let this, my bad, I'm driving, so, I'm in a car, so, you go know, so it's, it's okay, it's okay, my, trust me. Yeah, so, um, Sometimes is like if you know if you can't disconnect from that person and you know this person treat you wrong, but it's like every time you step away from that person, it's like your soul is just to 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 reattach with them. That's how mm-hmm. you know you're in a soul tie. Like, but it like what people need to know as well. Like it, it's like a ways to stop yourself from getting to that level, and we. I'm not going to lie, like, we look at what we see and hear, and um, 
we just accept that. Like we don't really give some, nobody time to prove they to, to prove themselves. Oh. And I know when I was in the soul, I know when I was in the soul tie, like I was insecure. Like my first, like deep deep soul tie, like she met me in a place when I was insecure. So she could she she met me at a place where she could form like a control over me because I wasn't in a secure place. So and I and I, I feel like a lot of people that um like they a lot of people that um that see like like even with me I used to feed on like females insecurities mm-hmm. and I would see that she was insecure but I used that to feed on her and then now that I realize it it was demonic like it it really was like I always knew what to say and it was like a game plan in oh my, my head like gosh you is a mouth because I it's so weird I'm sorry for cutting you off but it's so weird to just hear it out a man's mouth because the last person I dated he literally he told me at like our last conversation he said I planned it he said I would reach out to you I cut him off and he'll reach back out to me months later he said you love talking about brokenness and he said the way I get you I start a conversation about that topic or have a God conversation. I know that you would fall for that. And I know you got to talk exactly. about what you Like he literally planned this out. And I said, that's the most demonic thing I ever experienced. Having somebody pre-planned to manipulate me. And do it like on purpose intentionally. It's like, that is that is crazy. And women, and it's like women and men do it. It's not just men. Oh yeah, they call it the, Je- the um, what is called? The Jezebel type. I forgot mm-hmm. what it's called. Like uh, Jezebel spirit. Yeah, like Jezebel spirit. But it's like it's like it's planned. Like I would like I would be the nice guy. Like I would do anything you want me to do. Like, oh, females think, okay, since he's doing all of this for me, he doing this, he picking up my kids, he really love me. Alright. Alright, you just don't know. He planning. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's that that's just like a and it's not even him, it's just like that spirit that's on him. That's it. That's it. That's it. Like, That's why I don't like. I tell myself I have to stay in spiritual mode because he did it so much to me. I like I snap out of spiritual mode and I start handing him out of flesh. Like just me getting out of character. But I'm like, you know what? It's just he got the most demonic spirit in him. It was scary. Like when I first started, I've been new about soul ties, but I remember uh, the guy dated. He was going back and forth with me and his um kids mom or whatever and yeah. i remember every time every time before i before i got celibate i decided to be celibate last uh, i think july or whatever and when i got celibate before i chose to be celibate i remember the last time we had we had sex and he was in a horrible mood before we had sex and i was in this good mood and after yeah. we had sex you literally felt like my soul came out his soul came out and wow. when it was over with I felt so drained. I felt so depressed. He went on social media talking like me, trying to preach like me, trying to encourage people like me. It literally did a switch. And I was like, wait a minute. And then that very next week, I dreamed that I had a dream that his daughter, mom, and him, they was holding me down and raping me. Wow. And I'm like, okay, this is getting deep. Like I had to call my past, like, you got to pray over me because... That's when I knew, like, this soul tie stuff is, is getting deep because I literally felt them raping me, holding me down in my sleep, both of them. Wow. That stuff was like, and I'm like, you know what? I'm done with sex. Like, mm-mm. Like, this not what I thought this supposed to be, but it is. Like, 
I had to go through it though because it got me here on this podcast. If I never went through none of that, I would never start this podcast. So I'm like, it was necessary, but I can't do it no more. Wow, and that's like crazy because that's the same thing that happened to me. Because um, the person I had a like a deep like a sexual soul tie is so deep. Hmm. Like that's like when some when people talk about sex, they don't talk about the soul ties. They don't talk about like the the insecurity you can feel after a sex experience like the the downness you could feel like it's just like people don't understand what that is people just think it's them Mm -hmm. but um like with me like man like my soul tie was so strong i choose her over god and i see myself choose her over god i was like yeah like i i really had to make a decision to myself, like, okay, who well, I'm gonna choose her or God, and I choose her. Oh man, and that's how deep my soul tie was. And she was just using my weaknesses against me, like, it was killer. Like, like she would use my weaknesses against me, and I would see it, and I would still go back. I would, God would give me the knowledge, like, give me, like, yeah, like, I would peep it, like, and I would still go back to this girl, like, literally, like. It took the spirit of God to come in me and to do a work in me in order for me to break that soul tie. Man, that is so, this, just a, this is, I always talk about it, but I never feel God, I feel God so strong right now. It, it don't make no sense. Because I'm sorry, it's like I can't people, hear you. My bad. I'm so sorry. I cannot hear you. I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Oh, nah, you still low. I, don't, I hope it's not going out. Can you hear me? I can hear you a little bit. I think we we good enough to like finish the conversation, but hold on, let me I see if I can just... walk in my living room. What about now? Oh no, nah, still. It's probably more my end. Well, who knows? I was like, I don't know. I, I, I hear you good. Like I hear it. You can hear me good. Like, yeah, I, I can't really hear you like that. It's like you low. Okay, let me see something. See, that's the devil. I don't like him. Oh, yeah, because when I would start recording, everybody was bothering me. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me now? Like, should I talk louder? Can you talk louder a little bit? I'm I'm talking real loud. <laughs> oh, um, all right. Let's, let's, let's finish this conversation. I don't know if well, I, I can hear you a little bit, though. Uh, my headphones did. Okay, um, I forgot what we can't saying. stop this. I don't want it to sound all far back when my... But what was the last thing we just said? Um, I was talking about my experience and me choosing her over God, and then um, dang, what was after that? Um, okay. You know, the Holy Spirit was talking through me, man. It was just like, hello. So, like, did you did you forgive her? Because since it's not like her, did you did you forgive her for like manipulating you? Ooh, no, nah, it took my look, man. Look, even like even then, like it was so hard for me to forgive. I hated that girl with my Ooh, guts. We, I know the like, feeling. Jesus. I hated that girl. Like it's nothing, man. Look, look, <laughs> it's nothing you can say <laughs> listen, to me. I, listen, and listen, hate is a strong word. He was the very first person that I said I hate. It was to the point I said if I see him. I was spit in his face, and like if anybody know me personally, I'm the sweetest person ever. I never, I it's it's hard to get me mad. It's hard to get me upset, 
But that's how strong that soul tie was. And it had so much hate built up in me. I literally had to go literally chase God like never before to get that what? hate and bitterness off my heart. And that's the thing. You don't do it on your own. Like yeah, people think when you forgive, you just, okay, forgive somebody. Now I don't work like that. The spirit of God got to really be in you. Oh, wait, that is good. That, so, that's, the, that's the only way. The Holy Spirit got to really be in, in you. That's why God says walk away from the flesh. Like, like when he tells you to walk away from your sin, he doesn't mean just walk away and just, like, try to fight it on your own. He means walk away and then come to him. Hmm. Come, come back to his presence. And then he'll do the rest. Like, we do too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, you're talking about so times. Well, <laughs> no, this is good. Much. I promise you, this is this is probably my favorite episode already. We so this too is my much. question. Like, uh, so what was it like growing up as a man? Like, what like what was you taught on how to treat women? Like, what made you um target a woman with insecurities? Like, who taught you that? Like, what's the root of it? Um, women targeting me. Being molested by multiple women growing up. Oh man! You feel me? Like, like I, I grew up in the hood. I'm not going to lie to you. I do like, too. I grew trust up, me, <laughs> man. I'm from Detroit. Like, man, I grew up like them females was fast. I'm talking about like, man. I'm going like every female like I dealt with when I was younger was just manipulating me. Like I didn't know what it was, but I didn't know how that did like. I thought my molestation didn't really affect me, mm-hmm. but I realized where my perversion came from, from my, from my molestation. That and I became spirit, like, was, ooh, wee, Jesus. Yeah. I was like, I was in like, um, like in, in, in elementary thinking about having sex with grown women. Wow. Like really like. Like, everything, like, you got to understand, like, man, like, everybody, man, every boy I know, all my friends said they was molested when they was younger. Wow. They had, the first person they had a sexual encounter with was way older than they was. You feel me? So, we got to know, like, you got to understand what men, like, men hide these things because he was taught to. So did, did you tell things. did you tell anybody? Like, do you recall you like breaking it up to anybody or you thought it was normal? I thought it was not no, I thought it was normal. I'm not gonna lie. Like, cause they telling me, like, oh, we girlfriend, like they started off with like, oh, let's play house. Mm-hmm. That's how they give it to you. Oh, like, let's play house. And then okay, we playing house. I'm acting like the dad and all of that. And they be like, um, we gotta have sex now. And I'm like, what's sex? I remember this. Like, I'm like, what's sex? Yeah. She said, I'll show you. <laughs> like, keep it 100 with you. And then I've been molested, like, so many times by so many different different females and women. Like, just, like, in my lifetime. Females, are, and then, like, on a player tip, I'm not going to lie. Like, we was taught to be players. Like, for my dad, ooh, how many girlfriends you have? Yo, yo, even your own mom and your aunties. Oh, you're going you gonna to be a heartbreaker. How many girlfriends you have? Well, they plant that seed in you without knowing it. Yeah. I didn't know they planted the seed in me. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. God had to show me, like, God will really show you and God will really counsel you and really heal you. But you just have to stay in his presence. That's why he, he said you can't be unequally oaked. Because if you with somebody that's unequally oaked, 
he would take you away from the, the the straight path that you need to take to 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 stand the presence of God. Like it would never work. Like even your friends, like it don't even have to be with relationships. Your friends as well. Like I had to cut off my best friend. Wow. Why? I had to make that sacrifice because he wasn't good for me. He, he, he was triggering me to do things that, okay, I'm telling God I'm going to church, but he, he, he just by him, yeah, have with him. Like, okay, he'd be like, let's go to the club, this and that. And, and he was a trigger to me. Like, he wasn't mm-hmm. good for me. Or he would have me like talking about females in the way or like, you know, you'll talk about females. I'd be like, oh, did you smash yet? And it's just a slip out of my mouth. Like, and I'm like, this not even me anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. You see, I know, like, I know what, what him having sex with her would do. And, I, and I'm asking him, would he smash yet? So I had to step only step away from, like, because I can't save you if both of us can't swim. Like, for real. Like, I got to, I got to, like, like, you can't save yourself trying to save another broken person. Like, you can't be broken and trying to save another broken person. Like, that's Come not going to work. And and you can't even save it. Like, a lot of times, you can't save broken people. You can plant the seed, but really, God saves broken people. Like, usually, like, man, I remember trying to save this girl, like, my, my, my last relationship. Like, I would do everything for her. Like, you feel me? Like, if I, uh, like, like, if an account were overdraft, I'd pay that. You know, just, you know, she mm. come, for me for, come to me for comfort. And, like, I'm over here trying to save her. Like, trying to comfort her and trying to, trying to heal her brokenness. So what but only God could do that. What so you said? What that do to you as a man, like, trying to it's, fix another woman when they broken? Man, it... Women are man or woman. That's why a lot of females get into the situation they get in too, because they try to break, they try to save a dude, they try to change a dude. Mm-hmm. So it's just the same thing. Like it's no difference. Like you can't save a broken person. Only God can save them. And like this period, like you can't save nobody broken. You could give them advice, but they not really listen to listening to you for real. All you doing is planting a seed. And, and probably watering it once a, in a while, but they just taken from you. And sometimes I know, it, like, and then you feel like your energy is just being taken from you, mm-hmm. like after a while. Like then we talk about this already. That that like like you start thinking about that. Like man, I talked to you about this already, and you keep coming to me with the same thing, and then you start getting frustrated. And that's not even your relationship. Like you feel me? Oh. So. So that tells you you have to walk away already. You can't fix nobody. You can't. I I definitely agree. I think don't go for potential either. That, that's that my favorite I line. Say, potential not enough. That's my favorite line. For real, potential is not man, When you give when you give yourself to God, you became a king. Stop giving people fifty percent off, man. You preach. Are you giving me. people fifty percent off? Like, <laughs> stop giving people fifty percent off. You 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 worth more. You giving you giving you giving somebody a hundred that's giving you fifty. <laughs> like come they on, was stop. even give they was they was giving me twenty and I was giving a hundred and twenty. I'm like, what is I'm <laughs> doing? Like, 
Well, anybody, like, if you don't break a soul tie, anybody, I, it's like I was watching ET, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know him. Um, this guy named ET, he's he, a, like he from a, Detroit, yeah, he from yeah, from the D, yeah, I mm-hmm. rock with him. But I don't know if you heard the one when he was like his the relationship with his mom and not forgiving his mom mm-hmm. stopped him from get from giving his wife one hundred and twenty percent. He couldn't give his wife all of them because he didn't forgive his mom and God was telling him to forgive his mom Mm. so in order to move on and to give his wife the the like all of him he had to forgive his mom because he was still attached to her and it was he was still attached to that situation so like the reason I want to make it like clear that soul ties is not only from sex because I want people to really choose their friends wisely as well as their relationship mm-hmm. with their boyfriend or girlfriend. Like I want like people to like to 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 choose any relationship in their life wisely. If a relationship start to start to be draining to you, let them go. Like people only think about like, oh, we gotta and Mike Todd says it. Mike Todd, that's how Mike Todd don't only talk about relationship with um with just like a girlfriend or boyfriend, he talk about other relationships as well. But the reason he 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 sticks on that is because, like, that's what a lot of people go through, like relationships, like dealing with sex and stuff like that. So I think that's a dangerous thing, like when you're dealing with sex, because sex is like the strongest like soul tie you could ever be in. It's like being in a sexual relationship is like marriage, mm-hmm. and I've never seen it like that. And, like, that's what kept me, like, I'm not going to lie, having that knowledge and, nah, I ain't going to lie, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was still having a hard time, even when I found that out. You know, I did slip up after that. I so did, it really took, <laughs> Yeah. It really took the spirit, though. And that's when I realized the spirit is, is what changes you. Stand in the spirit of the Lord. Like, the fruits come from the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is God. So what so you, you do gotta, to stay in the spirit? Like, like what's some things you can? I'm sorry. What's some things you can tell people? Like, like. Man, look, <laughs> cut anybody that's not doing good. Like anybody that's triggering you, to 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 or putting you back, or just you know stressing you out, or just like messing up your relationship with God. Cut them off. No matter mm. if it's your best friend. Mm. No matter if it's your best friend. I had to cut my best friend off. That's how serious I was when it came to my healing. And not only my healing, my, my, my spiritual growth. You have to go to the to the extreme. Sometimes you, you might have to go to the extreme. And even breaking the soul tie, sometimes you might have to even go to the extreme. You might have to throw away clothes mm. that, that reminds you of that person. Mm-hmm. You might have to delete music and fast off of music that might remind you of that person. Like, there's a lot of stuff you might have to do, but... You gotta ask yourself, like, what, wh- like, what's, what's better, the the keeping those those things, or sacrificing those things for your healing, mm-hmm. or for your spiritual growth, or sacrificing those people for your healing or your spiritual growth. 
it's like it's all about sacrifice but god never make make you make a sacrifice and give you nothing else when i let go of my best friend god gave me peace mm. and god re- replaced them with people that 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 will help me with my spiritual growth people that will keep me up you need accountability but you need accountability from the right people mm-hmm. and um yeah what else uh yeah you know stay, stay in worship worship is important stay in prayer pray about the little things i'm talking about even when you down don't feel bad about it oh what am i what am i doing be like god i'm down like even if you think about your ex and it's starting to trigger something go to god be like god look i'm tr- i'm thinking about my ex right now like this triggering and go to him like go to go to him for everything you go you have some somebody at the job messing with you just go to him Go to him first before anything, no matter how small or bigger, big it is. Go to him. I think like so I think soul ties it delay your purpose. If you don't cut it, it would definitely like delay your purpose. Um, like one of my issues, my exes, it was addicted to me. They always came back around. Like <laughs> they always like it's like a like I was on um this prophet video that I that I watched, he was on live. And he said, yo, exes, they are designed to stop everything that you're called to do. Like, they literally design. It's the same thing. Like, it'd be the same, a different person, but it'd be that same exact spirit. When I see them, I'm like, this is just weird. But my exes, they always come back and bother me. And I'm like, like, the immature me, I used to be like, they just miss a good thing. But I'm like, it's not a good thing if they keep coming back and I keep allowing it. Like, I I was getting big-headed. Like, they, they miss what they had. But no, like God was like, that's a spirit operating them. Like they designed oh. to stop you and push you back because I supposed to my book supposed to be released three years ago. But every time my ex come back around, like I put my book on hold and like and get writer's block because my ideas came from God on my book. So each time I'll be disobedient, God will literally block every idea until I cut them off again. And I'd be like, wow. Oh wait, that's so tough though. But I don't think the soul tie stop you from my purpose from your purpose. I think you stop you from your purpose. Mm. That's good when too. You, but when you Huh? My bad. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear what you gotta say. When you go into like anything rebellious, mm-hmm. even a relationship or even sin, that stop you from your purpose right there. Your purpose that that the purpose that God has for you. That right there alone stops you from your purpose. It's not only just like a soul tie with somebody is sin. Sin could stop you from your purpose. Your drunkenness, your your um just like anything. It stop you from like any sin, anything that's rebellion, rebellious over God, or rebellious from God stops you from your purpose. So you have to always even the music you listen to, mm-hmm. the movies, like all of that could like slow you down. That's like, true. I was watching, um, I was watching Soul Food today, and it was a sex scene. I'm like, okay, I gotta turn it off. <laughs> I'm like a kid saying that, but I had to turn it off because it was like it was inviting thoughts in my head, knowing that I'm practicing being celibate. So I had to turn oh, the whole yeah. movie off because I'm like, uh, never mind. Next thing you know, I don't got time to call nobody to come put up <laughs> on me. <laughs> And that's God speaking through you like like God didn't speak through you like that before. Like, come on. Like, that's a like, good sis, thing. Turn it on. Watch cartoons. 
I don't even watch those type of movies no more. Like even when I'm on Netflix, I see if it has sexual scenes. Because I know like you feel me, like that could be a trigger to it. You gotta know your triggers, like that could be a trigger to you. Like those sex scenes could be a trigger. So like I watch out for what I watch. Like, you know, and what I listen to even like cause I love like that old school R and B. Like I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like God, I don't know if God want me to let it go. Let it go. <laughs> but look, man. Like I, I told somebody that, like, I t- like somebody like somebody I know they love that music too, and what that music did to them, like they had that in common with somebody they dated, and then wow. it, it it brought them back. I, it triggered memories of when they was together, listening to a particular song, and next thing you know. You look at their face and they looking all sad. And I'm like, if you want to heal, you got to cancel out that music because it's triggering your hurt all over again. It's like you rehearsing that pain each time you play that song. Well, and I, that's something I got to pray about, man. I, I, I like, the reason <laughs> I didn't pray, pray on it because I don't want to let it go. Like, I, honestly, I don't want to let it go. Like, I'm like, man, let me lower it down instead of, you know, listening to Drew Hill and, and like, so let me, like, let me start listening to, to like, Luther Vandross or like Kim or something like that. Probably oh, yeah, like, Kim, my favorite. I like, love Kim. Uh, Kim. Oh, are we talking about music now? But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Any questions? Any other questions? <laughs> okay, let me see. Uh, do you think you can have a soul tie and not be aware of it? Um. Oh no, nah, I think when you're in the spirit of God. Or you you know, I think God would always show you. I think God would always show. I think we would we we was never in that um. We was never like me. I was, I let my um. Whatever my sin take over me, like my mm-hmm. sexual sin, like really, like my sexual, like I always mm-hmm. had somebody mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. from elementary. And up, I always had somebody have my first kiss real young in like pre K. You feel me? Like, so when did I you did... have sex? If you don't mind saying that, man, really, my first sexual experience happened when I was like in the fifth grade. Oh, wow, it was so young, and I, that's how I became so perverted. I became so perverted, and like nobody believed me. Like, you feel me? Like, fifth grade, like. But it's people, it's kids that like I was have I was picturing having sex with grown women in elementary before I even hit fifth grade. I was like, like probably in like fourth or third. I remember my fourth grade teacher took a paper for me, and my and like some older dudes I was hanging with put me on to porn. And this is like a true story, and that just tore me up completely. Like. The enemy was just using the people around me. Jesus. Like, you feel me? To, like, because the enemy knew. The enemy knew I was going to be a king. So he was like, nah, let me let me delay that. Let me delay that. Let me delay Let me delay him for from getting his crown. From delaying him from getting his crown. Like, let me delay that. So, like, I was going through all this sexual stuff. Like, like in my head, like little girl, you know, little boys and little girls was playing together. I'm, mean, I'm trying to get at somebody. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the teacher, like, 
in elementary, like, the teacher was fine. Like, I'm, like, I'm having, like, thoughts in my head. While all these kids learning and getting taught, I'm having these thoughts in my head. Like, yeah, I'm going to do something to you. Like, really? Like, I'm thinking about putting down on the teacher. Like, <laughs> really? the I'm like, oh, look. Man, she, I remember this one teacher had me drooling. <laughs> man, she had me drooling, man. Like I and, and like in my every my like every like and I start to look around. All my friends had the same story. Wow. All my friends had the same story, and they wonder why. Like, where the they don't like people never ask where the, where did the perversion come from? I know it's like a like a, something that men have. Like we see like a body or something. We we get like like something just does it does something to us, but. Like, man, this perversion, like, before I even noticed the body, I was already being molested. Like, and, like, I wasn't even, like, really looking at bodies. But, like, then I had friends that was that was going through the same thing. They see a female walking. We like, dang. So I'm like, dang, too. Like, I don't really know what they really looking at. But I'm like, okay. They say she's fine, <laughs> so that's what fine is. Like, you feel me? But, man... Then when that when I started getting molested, man, man, it just did something to me. Do, do you remember like young. what you felt? Like, do you remember like the after feeling? Now the first time I was molested, I didn't really feel nothing. Like it wasn't really nothing. She just was saying, "Oh, this put like girlfriend or boyfriends do. Don't worry about it. Let's play house." That's how she started it off, and she was way older than me. You feel me? And it's and like, then, who like, taught her that? That's the question. Like, who taught man, her that? I, man, these, that's what made, I know these little girls be on some stuff, man. Because it was girls my age, like, in elementary school, already knew about sex. Or what they thought of what sex was. Already was talking about sex. And, like, I remember one time I went in the bathroom in elementary school. I'm in first grade. I'll never forget these. Like, I'll never forget my experiences. Because it really cut deep in me. Mm-hmm. So, this, like, I went in the bathroom. And then when I'm coming out the bathroom, she was waiting for me. She said, she asked me if I wanted the hunch. I didn't know what that was. Because, you know, I really know the code names. All I knew was sex. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, sex. And, like, we in first grade. Oh, Wow. In first grade. And, you know, I don't know if your elementary school had those bathrooms. Like, like the bathroom was in another door, so nobody could see you. Yeah. Like, I don't know if, like, yeah, that's how my bathrooms was. So when we was in there, when I came out, ready to go back in the classroom, she asked me if I wanted to have sex with her. And I didn't know, like, how messed up that was until I, until I became older. Like, yo, that, that's messed up. Like. Where did she get that from? Like, like I didn't really think about it. Like, how messed up that was. So it was just, like, sex has always been a part of my life. And I really thought sex, like, if you, you know, do it good, that's all a female needed. Like, I really, I didn't admit that or I didn't realize that. But sex was, like, everything in a relationship to me. Like, if I, if I wasn't pleasing her, the relationship was not going to work. So, you feel me? If I wasn't being pleased, the relationship was not being worked. 
it was not going to be able to work. So sex was just like a big part of my life because that's all I heard from relationships, like from growing up, like from everybody that molested me, from my homies, it was all about sex. You feel me? Like, oh, mom and dad come home, this and that, sex. I didn't even, I didn't even realize, I didn't even think about nothing about the baby. Like what my Todd was talking about, like I ain't, like my experience was different. I don't think about no marriage. Mm-hmm. I thought sex was just like everything a female needed in a relationship. Like if you put it down right, that was it. Mm. And like it was just like man, I, that that shows you how lost I was. But like, just imagine, like it, just some, it's it, it's just like a lot of us are really broken. Just imagine the people that's not even aware. I believe it's so many men. Like, I commend you so, so much. Even your bravery. Like, I never in my life heard a man be so brave and just say this openly. I never in my life heard this before. Like, I'm just literally sitting here in shock right now. Like, I'm having this conversation right now because I know it's men. Like, it's somebody that's close to me. And I know for a fact they went through this. But they would never open their mouth and say it. And so since it's built in, they so angry. They literally just full of anger because they, they holding that secret in from a kid. So they literally walking around with that little boy that never healed. He just full of anger because he's scared to talk about it. He think he'd be mm. less of a man if he talk about it. So I'm just sitting here in shock like, wow. You need to do a podcast or come back on my podcast. No, podcast coming, but like, you know, it's so crazy. The the devil don't want me to talk about this. It don't. Because every time I start talking about something, it don't even have to be about soap size. It don't have to even have to talk to me about my mustache. Mustache. Ah, mustache. Ah, same thing. (laughs) So it's like, like, I, I could be talking about something else, like, you know, about how important relationship is period, just like a good relationship with good people, like spiritual people, and why it's important not to be unequally open, and I'm having a good podcast, and then I, like, somebody will open the door, talk, mess with me, and this happened, like, twice in a row, the devil does not want me to come out, Let me at all. Somebody, listen, I was about to inbox you or DM you, I was about to say, let's be scheduled this at 8.30, one of my exes was like, can you bring me something to eat or something like that? And I'm like, you know what? I, I said, let me see if I can reschedule this. I'm like, you know what? I am not going over there. Like, I'm about to do my podcast because it's part of my purpose. And I just had to block their number. Like, somebody literally tried to get me to come over and bring them some food. And I'm like, the devil, stop playing. Like, <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. Like, I am just mind blown. But you definitely, you definitely should do a podcast. Like, it's so many women talking about brokenness, but this something men need to talk about. Like this something men need to hear because it is needed. It's definitely needed. Have you ever tried therapy? Um, kind of spiritual counsel, like from pastors and stuff. Yeah, but like I don't even know the first. I, I don't even get into therapy. Like I'm not going to lie. Like that's what. Like when when I was going through my fact, I'm here for it from it and I learned from it mm-hmm. that was the that's why I said I would never regret that relationship like I'm talking about like that relationship had me going crazy like I broke her window like man all that she broke my window like you feel me like we both was like stuck yeah. in this whole time we both was just like man like and then like 
this why it's important to have like I gotta make this do this example like experience to have like good people around you. I'm glad I have good people around me because the homeboys I, I went to like both sides like homeboys that was spiritual and the homeboys that wasn't spiritual and like <laughs> for real like on some stuff like that. Hello. Yeah, it went out. I can hear you now. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, like. Yeah, hello? Can, yeah, I hear you now. What was the last thing you heard? You said your homeboys. You went to one spiritual and one wasn't spiritual. Like, no, like a few, like, like I have like a few spiritual homeboys and a few unspirit, like people that wasn't really wasn't of God and I asked for advice. And like, I remember like, they would tell me like, man, like, they wouldn't like the unspiritual ones wasn't really giving me advice. They was like, man, I would have been killed that girl telling me what they would do. <laughs> and you feel me not really giving me advice to it. And I'm like, man, that's not the right way to go. Oh, go get you another girl, man. These girls come a dime a dozen. Like, you feel me? Like just telling me to go on to the next. So it was just like, and even my like being in a situation where where my ex cousin tried to come on to me. And I and I flared from it. And I told my brother, you know, he's not really a spiritual guy. He like smack. He was like, man. <laughs> man, he was like, man, that girl, man, that girl hurt you, man. That girl hurt you, man. Go for a cousin, man. <laughs> like for real, like go for a cousin. That girl hurt you, like man, man, dude. I'm telling you, gonna feel way better. I'm telling you. I'm like, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I'm like, nah, like man. Lucky, like God was really speaking to me. Like, God was speaking to me throughout that whole thing, and God took me out of that. Because I started, because God start, started to, like, um talk to me and was like, man, you better than this. Like, you a, you a son of a king. Like, come on. Like, you better than this. Mm. Like, I'm your father. Like, come to me. Don't go to the alcohol. Don't go to, to the weed. Come to me. And, like, I'm thankful for, like, the Mike Todd and the sermons because that was, like, something that, like, struck that match. You feel me? And, like, like, like really um, lit my fire for God. You feel me? So, like, I was at a point, like, I didn't even want to go to God. Like, I was just so weak. It felt like my spirit was just beat up. So I would just watch the sermons. And then I started to feel my, like, um, like, and then I started doing my own, like, um, start going back to church, gave my, we gave my life to God and whatnot. And then it was just like, you know, uphill from there. Like God was just been speaking to me and like, you know, searching me from there. And then that's why I just like have this much knowledge. It, my, like most of my knowledge don't come from other people. It come from God. Mm-hmm. That's I'm really taking my time and really, mm-hmm give them a lot of my time. Like, I don't give them just, like, 30 minutes of my day. Like, really, I'm going to be real true. I give a lot of time. And, I and like, in the morning, I just, like, look up and just talk to him, close my eyes and just, like, speak to him and to see what he, what he has to tell me. And, like, he just, like, shows me so much. And, like, thank God for that. And, like, thank God for the Holy Spirit. And, like, just, I learned so much from just God alone. And the people of God, you feel me? So, yeah, that's just like, yeah. 
So like, what what would you tell? We probably talking forever, but what would you tell a guy that's having a hard time, like starting a relationship with God? Like a lot of people I know, like they're males, but they're scared or like they got like a typical relationship with God where they probably pray over their food or they just go to God when times in trouble. But a lot of men, like how do how do you start that relationship off? Like, do it take you got to go through so much to start it? But like men have, a, like even women, like how do you start that off? Like people think like I messed up so much in life. Like how can I? God don't want me no more. Or like how do they start? Get like, started. Like God is always there. Mm-hmm. God, God hasn't going go. God didn't go nowhere. Mm, you left. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he waiting on you. That's like, when it. people say, oh, the devil did this and the devil did that, nah, your actions and you wanting to, like, because I, I would, my relationship with God was on pause because I love my sin so much. Like, I didn't really want a real relationship mm-hmm. with God because I was so into my sin. Like, that's the truth. Like, a lot of people, they just into their sin. A lot of people say they want a relationship with God, but they don't really want to change for real. They don't want to really... Make those sacrifices for real. And the first thing you have to do when you making a relationship with God is repent. But when you repent, you get some sacrifices you got to make. Once you give yourself to God, there's some sacrifices you got to make. It's some friends that you got to let go of. It's some some stuff that you watch and you listen to you got to let go of. That's why the relationship doesn't go nowhere is because... We over here trying to build our relationship with God, but we over here still listening to worldly music that talks about females being bees and talk about killing and stuff like that. And we so stuck into this worldly music and this and this worldly scene. Like we expect just God to just heal us, and it doesn't work like that. There's some sacrifices we gonna make because if it did work like that, it would be like nobody would would have like a God would would never give us our free would have never given given us our free will. God is just giving mm-hmm. you a choice to love him or not to love him. Like it's just simple. Like it's just I'm sorry to even speak like that because I was one them people as well. I knew the truth and I knew how simple it was just to give my life to God and I knew that God wasn't running away from me or walking away from me. I was walking away from God. It 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 like um it showed me something like, you know, God just, um, what's that word? It gave me a new outlook. Like, mm-hmm. you have to let go of, when you when you let go of your sin or you walk away from your sin, you got to let go or you choose to walk with God, it's things you got to let go. It's things you got to sacrifice. Like, like, that's just, like, what it, that's just how it is. Like, and but when God tells you, when God when you sacrifice those things, God always replaces it with something else. God always replaces it. Like, have have you ever doubt God or like didn't believe in God? Like, I know a lot of people will be like, uh, I'm not gonna say his name, but somebody I know, they'd be like, I don't believe the Bible. Like, I believe in higher power, but I don't really believe in Jesus. I don't really believe in the Bible. It's like, have you ever had a moment where you doubted God or didn't believe in God? I doubted God yesterday. <laughs> Oh, that's when, it came, when it came to my finances, like a uh, honey, I doubted. I doubted God yesterday. Like, like uh, it was this thing. But I had when I when I started to feel that doubt, I had to pray. I had to come to mm-hmm. Him. Like, yo, God, I doubted you. I'm sorry. I'm doubting you right now. I'm not going to lie. 
take that away from me. And I know that, and I trust you. Like, let him know. Like, I trust you, but, you know, I, I have this doubt in me, and I apologize. Like, that's why I say go to him for, with everything. When we doubt, we feel like he doing, oh, snap, she doubted God. Oh, my God, she's not a real Christian. Nah, it doesn't work mm-hmm. like that. It does not work like that. You're going to doubt. I doubted yesterday. Like, me. Like, like, and I know you probably doubt, doubt it, doubt sometimes as well. As a Christian woman or a Christian man, like we doubt, like we doubt God sometimes, mm-hmm. but you have to admit that doubt. That's why people burn out, and that's why people walk away from God because they don't want to admit that doubt. Like they don't want to admit. So it. I have one more question. So when you slipped up, like, so did you celebrate or no? Before I'm I celebrating. <laughs> I'm celebrating. Okay, so when you slipped up and made a mistake, like, how did you, how did you come back from that? Because I know I slipped up. Um, I beat myself up about it. Ooh, that's what I said to myself. That's confirmation. That is confirmation. That's the exact thing. I always beat myself up. Like I don't slip up a lot, but it's it's just one particular person that that know what to say, that know what to do, and then that's my slip up person. But then I had to. Well, luckily I ain't slip up in a minute. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> nah, but keep no, it real. You know, you know that's it. That's just confirmation. Cause I just beat myself up and I would literally take myself into depression. Like, why did you mess up? Like, and just, that was confirmation. Cause I definitely used to beat myself up and God was like, no, repent, forgive yourself. I forgive you. Not pick up where you left off at and let's keep doing this. I, I was like, okay. Ask <laughs> yourself this though. Like if your daughter, right. You, you know, mm-hmm. you does something like that's real, real bad. Would you eventually forgive her? Of course. Your love won't change. So ask yourself another question. Do you love your daughter more? Do you love um do you love your daughter more than God does? You, uh, do I love God? No. Do I, you I mean, love, I believe no. God is first in my life. No, 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 God no, no. <laughs> do you love your <laughs> do you love your daughter more than God does? Oh, God loves my daughter more than me. Exactly. So why wouldn't he forgive you when you do when you do something wrong? But you have to walk away from it. Like you have to really, like, and a lot of times we slip is because we we keep in contact with these people. Mm-hmm. Like the people I had soul ties with, I had to disconnect from. Like I had to block them, and then when they when they called me from a new number, it was no problem to block them again. Like. I had to make see I, I listen I change I don't know I think I get bored that's my problem because I would I probably changed my number probably four times in one year I changed my number I would block them what my exes do they would make a fake page or they would find another page like one of my exes he probably got like four fake pages watching my page right now. <laughs> he actually just told me this recently like um I was, I seen my ex at Walmart. He said, my homeboy who was with me, he watched her page for me. I'm like, we broke up in 2013 or 14. Like, why is y'all watching my page? But it's a soul tie. And he's unaware. Like, he think he's just sexually attracted to me or I'm just his ex-girlfriend. I'm like, you guys somebody lurking my page and we broke up 2014. You definitely have a strong soul tie with me still. And But I would get bored. And I'm <laughs> like, you know what? Why not? Let me just chill with them because I ain't got nothing else to do. And then... Sometimes you gotta ask yourself, <laughs> is it boredom or is it just the enemy? Mm, okay. Like, no, like, I'm being honest. Like, I, I gotta ask myself that all the time. Like, let me be honest with you. Like, 
Jesus. You know what's so crazy? I know this, right? And my ex came and popped up on me today. Today. So I'm in a car with her. And then, you know, we talking. I'm having a conversation with her. And God was telling me to flee. Ooh, like, Jesus. just flee. So I'm like, oh, I got to go back in the house. And then I let her know, like, like I let her know later, like, yo, we can't do this. Like, you gonna, you gonna, um, what's that word? Jeez. Distract me from Distra- a, from my purpose. I gotta stand up. <laughs> you know, I promise to, I promise my right hand to the Bible. I just had this exact conversation. Was it two days ago? I literally had to sit this person down and the more we was hanging out, we was just hanging out, just being cool. We wasn't doing nothing, but I realized I was not reading the Bible. Yeah. I realized I wasn't watching my sermon. Like I was like my whole routine got distracted, but his company was good. He wasn't a bad person. Like it was a good company, but a bad distraction. That's what I call it. Like it was a, it was a good distraction, but it was bad. But I literally had to sit him down. I was like, you just distracted me so much within a few days. And I'm like, that is, that's crazy you just said that. I literally just sat with somebody and had that conversation. And, like, they kept ignoring the fact that I kept saying, like, you sent me back spiritually. Like, he kept trying to, like, change the conversation. It was like, what is you talking about? I'm like, yeah, you, you definitely, you definitely were sent from the enemy. Like, there's yeah. no doubt about it. And I think, um, I, I heard that podcast yesterday. That podcast yesterday. So like, what you did wrong in that podcast, and like, no, in that in that whole thing, what you did wrong was go to his house by yourself and having him go to come to your, like, that's what you did wrong. That's one thing you did wrong. Uh, The second thing, I I I would definitely agree. Like, I I like when somebody correct me. I definitely agree. And like I said, like you said, it was the enemy. I thought it was me just being bored. Like, I really, it's been, like, last time I actually dated somebody and was, like, actually chill with them, it literally been probably since, like, last year where I actually, I like, enjoyed somebody company. <laughs> and, and he randomly was like, hey, let's go to Walmart. Let's go do this. And we're just hanging out. And then I'm like, you know what? Something, I knew something was going to happen eventually. I just knew it. I'm like, you know what? I had to cut it off before it got to that point. I said, if we had sex, I'm going to just be drowning. The way God gave me the what? image, God was like, you you in the pool right now, but you can breathe yes. still. So like God said, you got enough time to get out. Oh, man. That was my mistake. That was definitely my yeah, mistake. Like, and and like, secondly, realized, like, you got to know like if this man, a man of God or not. Because anytime you have a relationship with opposite sex, it could turn into something mm-hmm. else. Period. So you just setting yourself up. <laughs> That's like a I'm setup. Sorry. Like with me, <laughs> like when I when I when I have like I don't I can't like really like if I do have a relationship with like another woman, there's never like one on one. Like it's somebody I know from church and we and anytime we together is other people around us. Like it's never somebody one-on-one. just said that today. Somebody just said you can't chill at like you no more chilling. Like I realized yeah. that I can't chill no more. Like you worth we more. Gotta go to the circus or somewhere. <laughs> like, you worth the more. Like why would you chill? Like and even like like it's hard because I, I get that lonely sense of loneliness too. But then I pray about it, and instead of of you know keeping that keeping that in me or keeping those thoughts 
in my mind, I pray about it and I spend time with God and just God, I don't know what it is, but he just fills me up. Like I could fill him with me now. Like I never had that feeling before in my life. Like it was a time, it was one time I fasted for one day and the Holy Spirit was just walking with me the whole day. Like I could feel something just in me, like full, like in my hands and my body. And every time my, my flesh tried to make a do make a bad decision, my my spirit set my spirit rebuked it. Like you feel me? Like so that's how I know like change doesn't really come from us, it comes from God, from the spirit, the fruits of the spirit. That's where change comes from. So it's important for us as Christians to stay in the spirit, to 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 have a strong relationship with God. That's why when our relationship with God starts to die out, I think I said I heard flesh. You, your your flesh start your flesh starts to it feels like your flesh starts to die. Like it, like when your when your relationship with God starts to die out, it's like you feel frustrated now. You like dang, where this frustration coming from? It's like it's just like everything. <laughs> like you just start to feel depressed out of nowhere. You don't. You're not feeling in a good mood. You're not feeling up. You know that's like, been me the last. Few, that's 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 literally how I've been feeling the last few days. I'm like, man, I don't like that to get back in like prayer time and feel my spirit back up. But I, like, only reason why I brought him back around because I wasn't consistent like I normally was like with my prayer life. Like the moment mm. I stopped being consistent and on it. Like I left, I cracked that dough just a little bit, and that's all you got to do is leave that dough crack just a little bit. Like I was like, dang, I just want to take a quick break, but you can't take breaks. Like you got to be on it. What your prayer life? I'm talking about your prayer life got to be like, like I'm talking about like more important than breakfast, more mm. important than you eating. Like that, your prayer life got to be, you got to be on top of your prayer life. There's a difference when you hungry, but there's a difference when your spirit hungry. One, when you hungry is a different is 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 something else. But when your spirit hungry, oh man, you affect others. You affect the relationship. Is... You affect the relationship with your daughter. You affect the relationship with with your baby's father, your mom, your dad. When your when your spirit hungry, it's just it it's just like that's like you going back into to a pause. Like you feel me? Like you going back into the thing that put your life on pause, and, like. In the first place, you feel me? Like you gotta always be mm-hmm. on it. If you can't pray in the morning, I, I advise everybody to pray in the morning when you start your day, especially when you're gonna deal with some people. I'm telling you, I know or the devil gonna start your day or something. What? <laughs> yep, yeah. that's my favorite <laughs> for real. Like, cause I know some people, man. Look, man, some of these people will have, drive you crazy. For real. Okay, see. one more question. I keep saying one more question. This is like my favorite question, like. Do is it people in your family that don't understand like your calling, or like you like the black sheep of the family? Oh no, they thought I was crazy. I like why they thought she drew me crazy. She's like, man, this man, all he want to do is listen to like worship music. He don't, he not um, you know, because I used to like even my brother, like, you know, he tried to. I used to do a lot of illegal stuff. So he tried to get me back into that and like, like, hey, go get up on that, man. Let's get this money, this and that, this and that. And by me saying no, he looked at me like, bro, you tripping. Like, you tripping. Like, like get this money, man. Like, I'm making this off this. You feel me? Like, you tripping. Everybody looking at me like I'm tripping. Like, like man, God will forgive you. Like, for real. But I know better, though. 
So I'm not going to even get into that. And that sacrifice is going to bring me even up, even more, even more, um, what it is, reward from God. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I know God got me. Like, you got to really believe that. Like, you got to really be in the spirit and really believe that, that God have you. You got to really know that you could come to him with anything. Like, I got to really emphasize on this. Like, with anything. So they see me as a black sheep for real. Like, like they come at me. I'm not going to lie. My dad come at me about my faith. He was like, man, God, all you got to do is just do good in life and God got you, man. Just do good, man. You don't got to do all this praying and, and this and that, this and that. All you got to do is just be a good person in the universe. Wow. You know, this and that, this and that. So, man, my brother even came at me, my little brother, man. Like, the enemy used him to come at Jeez. me. Because, like, when I started praying over my household, like, the enemy was like, okay, whatever. But then when I started praying over my household, he had his bro- my brother really attacking me. My brother broke my phone. And he said he didn't know why he did it. He said he just thought, like, he just, like, enemy gave him a thought. And he just, like, and, like, he was talking about me. Like, I woke up in the middle of the night and catch my brother talking about me loud to himself. Like, talking to himself, like, this Wow. Is and he was calling out all the insecurities I was praying about. All wow. The insecu- all the insecurities that I, I, I prayed about, he called out. So, instead, God told me to pray. I'm not going to lie. I ain't pray. I'm like, man, let me go get my mama, man, if I beat this man. <laughs> I'm going to be real. <laughs> For real. Like, honestly, like, I'm knocking on this door. They came out. You're going to blow. Oh, you want to go get mommy? Man, I'll beat you. Man, my pride just hit. Like, boom. And that's when my pride kicked in. And I had to pray about my pride as well. Like, that's when I knew that I was a prideful because of that moment. Like, even though I know it's all lies, and even though I knew I knew it was the enemy when I first when I first heard it, like I knew it was the enemy, but I still was ready to take it out on him. Your flesh, yeah, you answered with your flesh. You responded out of flesh and not you spirit. Me? So, and then the, like two days later, he broke my phone. Hey, I had to put hands on him. I'm sorry, I had to. Man. <laughs> Look, I had an iPhone 11, crispy too, man. Just boy, <laughs> you know, spent my hard on earned money on that. You feel me, like. Man, I, I had to meet him, but then I asked God for forgiveness, like, that same moment. Like, after, because I seen, like, his face change. From his face where he went, he looked like, what's up? It looked like something was in him, like it wasn't him. And then after that, it just released from him. And he said, bro, I don't know. I was just mad at him. Like, I don't know what it, I just, something just making me mad at Free Eye. Like, that's my nickname. Like, something just mad, like, I'm just, I just woke up feeling angry. And, like, that's yeah, I'm like, so, like, the enemy, the, my homie was like, man, that enemy see you as a threat. He was like, man, when you start praying, when you praying for yourself and praying, praying for certain things, but when you start praying for your household, yeah, yeah, the enemy couldn't allow that. So, I realized in that moment as well, like, anytime you're dealing with a spiritual warfare, with spiritual warfare, you have to have a strategy. That's why I, I allowed it to, to allow myself to get mad and follow up on the flesh a second time because I didn't have a strategy for it. And God, like, like, like that same moment, like, boom, when I was praying and this and that and asking God for forgiveness, he was like, you just put it in my head. You need a strategy. So I'm like, okay, what is the strategy? Tell you, tell me what I needed to do. Right. The same 
like that same um day, no, that same moment, you was like, fight, fight him with love. Mm. Boom. I was like, okay. And then after that, I usually take like my five mile my walk. I was taking my five mile walk every day at that time. So I was taking my walk with my with my boy, and I'm walking around the neighborhood. And I seen on somebody's door, Jesus is love. Mm. And then I'm like, okay. Okay, that's that was that was confer- confirmation enough. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, I, I didn't need no more. But God wanted to confirm it again because we did, we was doing Bible study every day as well. And we was on Corinthians. And and which, which um verse you think we was on? Not verse, but chapter you think we was on? I don't know. I can't even tell Ooh. you right now. Um, what First Corinthians thirteen, which talks about love. Oh, love is yeah, love is, is that love is kind, love is yeah, that, that one? yeah, okay, that okay, one. yeah, okay. So it was just like boom, like I didn't even need any more confirmation, cause my faith in God was just that much. Like I didn't need to be like, oh, you feel me? Like I was in this, like really in the spirit at that time, and like and God seen my heart, because like I didn't even think about the phone. Like the phone wasn't it wasn't wasn't the thing that got me upset. What got me upset was at no no at first it was the phone, but like what, what got what kept me in this upset state was that I let the enemy get to me again. But but we gotta get tested. That's what people that's what people don't get. Like whatever God teaches us, He's teaching you something before He tests you with it. Like, he but you taught me like you need a strategy. Like mm-hmm. you need a strategy for the enemy, and you gotta always know the enemy is coming. That's why you gotta always stay in prayer, cause the enemy like you gotta all you gotta be prepared for the enemy, like you gotta always be prepared for the enemy. Always have your shield, always have your 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 arm on. Like you gotta always be prepared, cause if you fall just a little bit, like if you just like leave prayer for a week, that's what the enemy try to get at you. Start to make you feel bad. Start to make you feel down, and then. It's just like the enemy can make you feel so down that you that you don't even feel like being in your Bible, that you don't even feel like going to God with prayer. And like it's just like, like man, the enemy know what he's doing, man. He try to kick you when you down. Like the enemy really know what you what he doing. He try to really kick you when you down. That's the enemy thing. Like when your when your mom dies. Or your brother dies, or somebody close to you die, or a relationship dies. Like that's when he come at you at those moments. Cause when I was like, when I left that relationship and left that, like left that relationship, it was just hard. Cause the enemy was always in my head, just always in my head, like back to back. Like he didn't want me to pray, he didn't want me to do none of that. Like he just was like spinning. Like I would wake up three o'clock in the morning feeling like spiritual bombs was just hitting my soul. Like I felt like pain. It almost felt physical. Like, I was hurt. Like, I felt pain to the point I, I was yelling out. Like, yelling out for, like, just yelling out. Like, it was just, I was just hurt. Like, just in pain. Like, it was just so crazy. Like, the enemy didn't want me to sleep. The enemy didn't want me to do none of that. Like, the enemy tried to keep me there. Like, the enemy was, like, really fighting, like, 24 hours with me. Like, all these thoughts, boom, boom, back to back. Like, everything like it was just oh yeah this is a long podcast <laughs> oh well oh. 
Okay, <laughs> I mean, if you open to do another one next week, we can find different topic. But I'm just listening. But do you mind praying? Because I like to pray for people. You mind saying a prayer before we end it? I got you. Okay, we'll figure out a part two. I gotta bring you uh, back. <laughs> <laughs> um, dear Lord, I want you to touch people with this podcast and touch people with this part, this platform. Period. I want people to have a seed planted in them through this podcast. I see it now. I see people coming to this podcast for spiritual help. People that's wanting to commit suicide coming on this podcast to for a seed to be planted in them. And this podcast will help these people. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this platform. I thank you for Shanice. And I thank you for the works that you that you've been doing in her, dear Lord. And I just pray that anybody that's going through a soul tie right now will break from it in the name of Jesus and that the blood will go onto the soul tie and break the chains of these soul ties, dear Lord God. Um, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. I just want to say I thank you so much. Like, I genuinely thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, it's crazy when God step in it, like, you don't know what to expect. Like, I didn't come with no expectations. When God in it, like, before we start, I definitely prayed. I said, God, you talk through us. Don't let us talk out of emotions, out of flesh. And God exceeded that. I really, really, really thank you. I really do. I thank you for this platform, like, and I and like I want to say this as well. Like as men and as Christian men, we have to step up. Amen. Very like, true. We have to step up because, fe- like a lot of females, are coming up with these like, like I I love like um, being on social media and seeing people of God do their thing. Like I be texting them. Like if I post somebody, have my opinions. You know, try to connect with people of God. People of God on these platforms. You feel me? And, like, I see a lot of females doing their thing. And, like, I try to follow men. But when you try to reach out to a man, they's like, they don't text back. They don't, it's like none of that. You hear me? So it's just, like, like we got to do better connecting with each other and, like, you know, stepping up, starting our own podcast. Like, I don't see a lot of men, like, really, like, doing it like that. Like, I'm talking about, like, people, like, that's, like, on our level. Mm-hmm. You should That's definitely like, okay. pray on it. Definitely ask God, should you start that? I would definitely pray on it. I know for a fact, the wisdom you have, it will change lives. Like, I am so amazed by the wisdom you have and the level of conversation. It's very rare for me to even meet people who can converse like this. So I would definitely pray on it, ask God, if you should start that. Because sometimes we can't wait on other people to start it. Sometimes we Oh, no, nah, God already on. confirmed it. God already confirmed it. Like, like what well, well, my problem is is the name. Oh yeah. God, I don't, I don't think like God want me to. I think God is gonna give me the name of it, and I, and like I, I put in like some names, but it, it wasn't really sticking. And I and God was just like, okay, you don't have the names. I'm like, God, man, I'm tired of waiting. Mm-hmm. And we said, like, what you waiting on? Record. Yeah, put no name. <laughs> I don't tell you it. No name. Like, I don't know the name until God gives you a name. Call it no name. 
because you I said record. Yeah, like, <laughs> like just start record. Like me, I didn't come up with fix your crown, sis. It's just like everybody seen me on social media, always uplifting women, and everybody started to attach that name to me over the years. And everybody like anytime somebody see fix your crown, sneeze or fix your crown, sis on social media, they always hashtag my name in it. And I'm like, dang, like really? So people attach that name to me, and that's how I came up with fix your crown, sis, because I was always uplifting women, and I like God was like. I literally produced this out of hurt. Like, I was literally crying and going crazy and just heartbroken. Like, it was my very first podcast. I was crying on that very first one. It was just full of pain. Like, I didn't know. Like, right now, I have, like, over 14,000 listeners. Or I'm hearing from different countries. And I'm like, people want to hear me. Like, people go on my Instagram. Like, is your page fake? I'm like, no. This is a new Instagram. Like, my social media. Yeah, my social media on Facebook. I like 8,000 followers on there. I just made a new uh, Instagram because people was acting crazy on my old Instagram. But yeah, I feel you. But I and that's the thing. <laughs> my bad. Like, and I and I realized like uh, I know when when I first came at like came at you and like can't stop putting my pins in. I know a lot of females think like dudes be trying to get at them and stuff like that. So it was just like like. Like when I like be on, like like text other spiritual women and like put down my pen on a story or something like that, they feel like I try to get at them, so they like, you know, dry text me or something like that. So it was just like, for you not to do that, that's how I know it's God. Like how did you, how did you add me? Is the question. I still don't know how we became Instagram followers. Nah, you added me. I did. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't add people. <laughs> I know I don't add people either, but I remember when you added me, cause like I'm like, who is this person? And then I clicked your page. I'm like, okay, she's a woman of God. So, cause I don't um follow back people. I'm not gonna lie, like like women that you know that dresses certain. Way. I'm not gonna lie, it's because it's not because of them. It's because it is a trigger to me. Wow. So when I seen that she was a woman of God and like and stuff like that, that's when I added you. You I must have you like a, you must have something God in your bio, cause I don't follow people like. Yeah, God boy. Okay, UT. yeah. I, I don't remember. Like, I don't know if you view my story. Like, I really have no idea of how I came across nah. your page. Like, I didn't. Nah, I, I know I did Like, because I, I don't really, like, I would know. Like, I don't really view people's stories like that, other people's stories like that anyway. So, I don't know. I know we follow the same people. Okay, okay. That's so, that makes a lot of sense. Like, Sarah Jakes, Mike Todd, we follow, like, the same exact people. Like, it was just crazy because, yeah. So, yeah, I was like, that's mine. man, I'm like, you feel me? I'm glad I could, like, connect with somebody, like, you feel me? Like, I try to connect with a lot of, like, um spiritual people on my social media because I use, I'm the type, like, I used to, like, use my social media for, like, like, terrible things, man. Sliding in the DMs, <laughs> you already know, Put, putting them, them hard eyes up. So when I see somebody, like, spiritual on Instagram, like, and somebody that's just like me, that's learning, mm-hmm. that's like on a learning tip, like that's still spirit, spiritual, immature, but that's trying to get there. That's just like something great to me. Like, like, but I see only that like mostly in females. Like, really, like I see like, a few like men that's on the level we are, but it's just like it's not a lot of them. It's not. You feel me? So yeah. 
Because I can't oh, even have God. spiritual conversation with guys. Like, God, not to call them dumb, but they just be empty head. Like, you can't even talk like this at all. Like, they just be like, uh, <laughs> pull up on me. Like, no, I'm talking about Jesus right now. <laughs> Ooh, no, you can't even blame that on the guys, man. This, this girl came to me recently for a booty call. <laughs> Called me 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, I'm talking about 3 o'clock in the a.m. Like, 3 o'clock in the a.m., I'm like, girl, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I told my boy about it because we do, like, walk, and we do a Bible study song at the Bible study. I'm like, man, you know this girl, man, call me 3 o'clock in the morning. This girl got to be out of her mind. <laughs> like, for real. I'm like, where you coming from? It's, it's, um, it's quarantine. Like, where, where are you coming from? Like, for real. So, Yeah. But this was a great conversation. Thank you for having thank me. You. Like, you thank you. I'm going to let you go ahead. Your son probably like, where's my daddy? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he is. My son go crazy if I'm, if I'm, if he without me for too long. I'm telling you, like, if he not to get to, like, if I leave him for too long, he'll go crazy. Well, I'm going to let you go ahead. And I, I appreciate it again. I thank you. Have a safe and good night. And we'll catch you back up or let me know when you want to do part two. Whenever you're ready, I'm ready. All right. Thank you.